listening to the Moose with the podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you. I know you're going to be back for more. To my regular listeners, we are back. Today's topic, where I'll get right into it today, is how to know when you are being blown off. All right? I don't want to... Listen, I, it is an in, inevitable thing. No matter who you are, who's listening, whatever the situation is, every single person out there can relate to when they've been blown off. And every single person out there knows when they're blown off, knows when they're being blown off. The question now becomes, how do you react? How do you respond from getting ignored, being, being told you know, some, some bullshit answer, being fluffed away or flinged away or brushed off, I should say, being brushed off and shit like that? How do you know, how do you know it's happening and then what exactly do you do when it happens? First and foremost, before we discuss anything else, before we discuss anything else, all right? And there's a very important, there's a very important concept for you to grasp. If you're being blown off, if you've been blown off, and I'm sure, especially if you're listening to this show, sure pretty much everyone has, it's not a bad thing. The only, listen, the, the reason that you were being blown off is because you're doing something different. You're making a dent. You're creating, you're, you're creating an interruption in somebody's normal day-to-day life. One of my favorite authors is Seth Godin, and he talks about this concept about interruption marker, interruption marketing, uninterruption marketing, I think it is like that, where you have to get your customers permission in advance before you interrupt them with whatever it is you're trying to do. It's like, sit down and you watch a TV show and those pesky, those, those, those pesky commercials keep coming up when you're in the middle of a great show, right? And you, you, you get annoyed because that, that marketer did not give, you didn't give permission to that advertiser to come into your life while you're in the middle of a great show, right? Which is why nowadays, if you want to buy a show, you buy the show and then, <laughs> and then you can watch it without the commercials. But until they can afford to put the show on without ads, guess what? You're going to watch those commercials, all right? And they're interrupting your viewing. How to know you're getting blown off, all right? First and foremost, we have to establish that. We have to establish and make give you an understanding that if you're being blown off, it's for a good reason. You're trying something new. I say that one again. I want to be on record saying that, all right? You're trying something new, and no matter what, I, I am going to tell you, you keep trying it. Because it's the people in life, it's the people in life who are regular, who have gotten blown off, those are the ones 
that really hit it big. All right. I, I'm I'm 100% sure I told this story on this podcast before. And I'm going to tell it again because it's a story that hit home. In fact, no, I, I actually told I talked about this in the book that's out. I did a chapter for a book named The Six Figure Athlete. If you haven't, if you don't have it, make sure you go to makeyamove.com to purchase a copy of it. I told this story because I used to work at a, a Krav Maga studio in Baltimore, Maryland. And the founder of Under Armour, Kevin Plank, lived not too far from the, the Krav Maga. In fact, it wasn't Baltimore. It was actually Owens Mills, Maryland. And the founder of Under Armour, Kevin Plank, he, he lived not too far from the actual studio. And there were people there at the gym who used to work for the company before it blew up into Under Armour and blew up into what Under Armour is today. And they were telling me that Kevin Plank had actually sent out, sent the idea to Nike. He pitched the idea to Nike and about, you know, tight, stretchy t-shirts, wearing them under your football pads. And, you know, instead of, you know, having these bulky, bulky sweaters to wear on the shoulder pads and all that, he pitched the idea to Nike and Nike quote, end quote, blew him off. Nike said it would never work. Not going to listen to you, all that stuff. I mean, it, it, it's rampant. In fact, I, I'll even tell you another, there was another situation when I was at, when, and, and this is when I saw it, I, I saw the whole thing kind of develop. This is one of the first times I, I saw the whole thing kind of from, uh, from the, just the innocent, I was an innocent bystander in this. There was, when I worked at Orange Theory, there was Orange Theory Fitness, there was a guy who was coming in and he was soliciting a cleaning company. And even though the actual Orange Theory was in the budget of hiring a cleaning, in fact, they did hire a cleaning company. And they were in. They they were actually actively looking for a new cleaning company. The the regional manager at the time, his name is Drew. He said, "I'm just gonna blow him off anyway." I I, rem I remember that day specifically. He's saying, "I'm just gonna blow him off. I'm just gonna blow him off anyway." All right. So, in my own life, this is a this is a problem that I not a, I don't want to call it a problem, but this is a situation that I have dealt with for as long as I can possibly remember, all right? Trust me when I tell you, you are talking to the expert or you're listening, not talking, but you're listening in to someone who is an expert when it comes to how to deal with being blown off, all right? Not gonna sugarcoat it for you. It fucking sucks. It sucks. It hurts to the point, I mean, it hurts your core, it hurts your soul, it hurts you in ways that you will have, you'll probably spend the rest of your life trying to get over it. All right. It hurts you in so many ways. I'll give you an example. There was a, back when I was a scout, I used to buy first job for you regular listeners, you know this, but for the new listeners, I'll tell you my first job out of college, I was an independent scout for a company named national scouting report. And one of the things, the big, the major thing with this company is girl sports, you know, with the, the job, the actual job was for us as scouts to go out the, the hook was that we are real scouts. We do real scouting. We don't just go on the internet and check out a highlight tape or check out what's on the internet. We go to games and we actually see who can play. So I took that because I was fresh out of college. I took that description very seriously and I would drive out to all of these games every single day, look to see who could play. I would go and I would get the information from the parent, get the parents' information from the actual kid and set up an in-home meeting. That's what I would do every single day, all right? And because it was girl sports, I was constantly forcing myself to get out of my comfort zone because I knew that in terms of this service, 
girl sports were going to be the primary thing. Girl sports was not only NSRs. That was the advice I was given. And they were right when they said girl sports is the main thing that needs this service because they don't get the, the TV money that college football and basketball and a lot of the men's sports get. They don't get that kind of T. They don't get that kind of attention. All right. So there had a time where I drove. It was a good 30 to 40 minute drive to this game. And I didn't know anyone. I did. It was a high school game that I just looked up online. And I went to this girls' soccer game, right? And I remember I was I I sort of got into it with the coach. When I usually what I do, what I did is I before the game I'll go to a coach. I say, hey, I'm a scout fan. I saw a college scout. Can you? Uh, is there anybody here that I should be looking at? Anybody that, should, that can play this, that, and the third? And I remember the coach kind of getting an attitude with me, say all of them, all of them. And then I shot back. It was like, so you say all of them could play in college and stuff like that. And you know, we kind of went, we kind of had a, a rough moment, I should say. All right. So I, re, I, I did end up staying and I watched the game and all that stuff. And I picked out three girls. I picked out three girls that really caught my eye. They were fast. They were constantly their effort. They were sliding for the ball. They were just doing some great things that really caught my eye. And before I approached the three girls, before I asked the coach to introduce me to the three girls, I remember I kind of overheard the coach telling me, though not telling me, but telling the girl, look, he's not a real coach. You know, he's not a real college coach. Just answer his questions. Is that another, be polite, but he, he's not going to, he's, he's just going to charge you some. Like the, the actual high school coach sensed what I was really doing, sensed that I was a third party and all that, which is fair. I'm not him. I'm not complaining or anything like that, but he, he kind of put that in her ear. Right. But anyway, I still went to the girl. She was really excited to meet me. At least now I'm thinking about she might have been faking it, whatever it is. But she gave me her parents' number and all that. She gave me her dad's number and stuff like that. And everything, you know, went smoothly. So the next day I called the dad to set up an in-home meeting. And the dad said, oh, yeah, yeah, great, 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 great. You know, I mean, just think about how great it would be to get a call from a college scout. And your daughter's only a, at the time, I believe she was only a sophomore because I I typically didn't look for girls who were older, who were juniors or up. I, I looked for girls who were sophomores and stuff like that. And the the dad is like, yeah, 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 man, let's set it up. He was so happy to have the meeting. Right. And so excited and just ready to go. So the next. <laughs> yeah, and I guess what happened, what, well, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm, I'm probably what he probably did is he spoke to the actual high school coach and or looked at the website and recognized it was a third party service. It wasn't a real college coach that was interested in her and this, that, and the third, and there was going to be some money involved, all that kind of stuff. That's probably what he did, which again is fair. I'm not complaining about it, but the next, the day of the meeting, he calls me that morning. He goes, Oh, oh, some came up. I can't do it anymore. There was no real excuse. I mean, he just called me that. Those were specific words. He goes, Hey, yeah, we can't do the meeting anymore. Some came up. And then I asked him, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, is there a date you want to reschedule? What's going? He goes, oh, yeah, it's a possibility. Bye. Click. Click. All right. Now, again, I'm, I'm telling you this because I want you to have a understanding that that hurt. You know, you're talking to a, me. I'm a college educated guy. I'm going out and I'm recruiting. I have an eye for talent. I've been involved with sports my entire life. And now all of a sudden, a person is lying or me trying to help this young girl find the college. All of a sudden, I'm being looked at like I'm some solicitor. I'm some bad person, even though the dad was right to, you know, maybe not be interested because he didn't want to get charged with anything, which is totally fine. At the end of the day, it still hurt me because of what my day to day was like. And I drove 
40 minutes to get to this game. And, you know, I had to deal with the, the coach making me feel like I shouldn't be there and all this. Other, just all of this shit that I had to do just to get to this game, the gas money, everything. You know, the training to be an NSR, to actually be an NSR college scout, all of that. And to get blown off like that, it hurt. But you know what it did? It made me, it gave me the perspective to now I could speak to sports parents just like him and tell them about what to look out for when it comes to these third-party services. It's, it's not just a problem that's limited to myself or him. But now, you know, five, no, this was like but 10 years later, I'm the guy, I'm the speaker that you're listening to now that can talk to the parents and now charge the parents for consolidation about whether they, they should roll with the third party or not. I can do all of that now because of those experiences and because I got blown off by that specific dad. So the question now, as you're getting, as you're thinking, what you should be thinking to yourself is, okay, I got blown off. How is it going to help me to my future? How's it going to get me towards the thing that I really want to do? The thing that I'm really going to be good at? How is it going to help me? Not how am I feeling in this moment? Because trust me, trust me when I tell you, if you dwell in that, if you dwell in that space, the next time you get blown off, you will quit. You will quit and you will never make it. You will never make it because you don't have the balls. You don't have the guts to go out there, make your calls, meet people, shake hands, kiss babies, and oh, shit, it might not work out. You don't have the, you don't have the, the guts to do that if you dwell in the moment. I'll give you another example. Just saw just last year, actually. There was, there was a meeting that I had set up. It was at the, I'm, again, for those of you who don't know, I am a, currently I'm a teacher at a learning center out in West Palm Beach, and I am the only male in my entire job. All the teachers, I'm the only male, right? So I went to a different location to teach. It was the, actually, it was at the Royal Palm location. I actually, I'm actually at that location now, but it was before I made the transition to be at the Royal Palm location. I remember making that transition, and I remember seeing another male worker, not only a male, but a black male. Like his name, I remember his name was Torres, right? And I remember meeting him and I'm like, oh man, what's up? A brother, not only a man works here, but an actual black man and, you know, new sports and all that stuff. So I was just kind of excited that there was another guy working there so I could, you know, chop it up, talk sports, talk ball, whatever it is. And, you know, we just, you know, we just talk stuff. You know, that, that's, that's what men do. We talk, we talk sports, we talk about women and things like that. That's what we do, right? So I remember I was chatting with him and he was telling me about some investments that he's looking to make, how he wants to be in business and how, you know, just some of his, the, the, his aspirations for the future, things like that. And immediately, immediately I said to myself, you know what, I got to introduce this guy to Roosevelt, Roosevelt Francois, who, by the way, who was on this very show, you can check his episode out, is titled Business Leadership 101, Business Leadership 101, he and I. We talk about the super app and that's an app that I talk about regularly on this show. If you don't know what it is, just message me and I'll give you some more information. The super app, which I constantly, constantly um, use pretty much every day. All right. So as the super app grows, they have to be very plugged in with investments like Bitcoin and all, all the financial services, all the stuff that I really don't pay too much attention to, but they know as the company, as the, the app grows, they want to stay plugged into people who are very heavily involved in that financial services world. All right. So I, I was talking to Taurus and Taurus was telling me how that's the world he's looking to get into. He's looking to get into the world of financial services and, and be that guy that can give financial advice and 
really know his numbers, know what the, the be like a broker type of a guy and things like that. And investor stock market, know the stock market, real whatever it is. He, he just wanted to know that world. And, you know, I got him talking and I'm like, look, I got to set up. A, I'm, I'm going to have you meet my man Roosevelt to try to, to get him to join the super app and all that stuff. Right. So again, Roosevelt drove from plantation all the way to West Palm beach, which was a 30 minute. Well, no, it was close to a 40 minute drive, probably close to an hour at that, at that particular time in the day. It was like a, closer to seven, you know, the traffic might not have been dying down and all that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> the bottom line is he drove a very long way. All right. And it's myself and Roosevelt and we're waiting on Taurus who said we were meeting at an Applebee's and Taurus said he was going to be there at a specific time. He didn't show up on time. Sign number one that this wasn't going to be a good meeting. All right. Then it didn't turn out well as you could probably expect. All right. So again, Taurus comes in. And we give him the, the microphone. We give him the platform and say, hey, you speak about what you want to do, how we can help, this, that, and the third, all that stuff. And he gave us his entire pitch. So that's what I want to do. I want to be this financial guy, this, that. He gave it passionately. And then Roosevelt mashed it up, passion with passion. Roosevelt said, this is what I can do. This is how we can help. This is what the super app is all about. All this stuff, you know, Roosevelt matched it. And there was an expectation. Now, here's, here's how I knew that we were never going to hear from Taurus again. Here's how I knew it, all right? Because when it came time for him to sign up, and it was only 30 bucks to, to sign up, he said he didn't have the money, which is fair. But, but, but it's fair. But he did say that he was going to come to, at least come to one event, meet some new people and check it out. I believe the event was going to be in, like, uh, the name of the part of Florida. I think it's Belmont or something like that. It, it's not too far from Palm Beach. But they usually have meetings there in which, you know, you bring in new prospects and you get a chance to meet people and you can ask your question. And that is actual questions. And that is zero cost. You didn't have to pay any money to do that. So we include Taurus in the text over and over and over and over again saying, hey, we're going. Let us know if we can meet you. You know, we'll pick you up. We'll drop you there. Whatever it is, we'll, we, we just want to get you to meet the people. We're trying to help. Taurus never responded to the text. Never, never. I mean, so he made Roosevelt drive all the way from West Palm, all the way to, I mean, all the way from Plantation to West Palm. He gives us his spiel about what he wants to do. And he doesn't even have the decency to say, hey, right now, it's not something I can move forward with. We are still waiting, still waiting for him to reply to one of the texts about an event. And this is someone that looks just like us, black on black. So it's not a race thing at all. It's not a race thing at all. It is. And, and, and the father of the, the soccer player, he at least had, you know, at the end of the day, I can look at him and say, look, you had your daughter, you know, you may have heard this and heard that. I can kind of look the other way with, with Taurus. It's, it's egregious. It's even more egregious because it took a simple, hey, right now I'm not interested. You didn't have to do much. But at the end of the day, guess what? Guess what it did for me and Roosevelt? is it made it so we understand, we, and I'm, I'm saying this so you can apply the same mindset to this kind of stuff, is we don't, just because a person is young, black, male, a young black male who kind of has our same energy and kind of been raised in the same neighborhoods and things of that nature, does not guarantee that we're going to close the deal. And it makes us understand that there's a bigger picture and we're not afraid, we're not afraid to go approach anybody makes us stronger, makes us grow even more. 
because that that deal with Torres, in my mind, I don't know what it was for Roosevelt, but I can speak for me. That was a short deal. I thought he was going to sign up, definitely going to sign up. And to not even have the decency to return a message, that was a real eye-opener. And again, had I not gone through what I'd gone through with NSR and all the situations I've been blown off with before, I would have never been able to have the perspective, the perspective to say, yo, all right, fuck it, Torres, if that's how you want to play it, I'm good. We're good. We're good. You can move on and you can just do what it is you do. All right. Next, next point I want to make, because again, there's another one. This, this leads into, this isn't just a man on man thing. This is also going to lead into relationships and the, the woman that you hope to make your, so the woman or the man, if you're a female listener, your significant other, whoever you're hoping to make your life partner, the person that you, you build a family with and build, you know, raise loved ones and create the generational wealth and really establish life with that person, that person, all of this that I'm saying applies to that in, in probably the most of all the ways that I'm going to talk. This isn't just a business thing. At the end of the day, business is business. You about getting your business, you're going to call and it's going to come back. But when it comes to relationships, this, this idea and this concept of being blown off, it's very crucial that you take this same mindset to relationships. Don't allow, don't allow yourself, don't allow yourself to get suckered in, so to speak. Don't allow yourself to fall just because of a person's looks or the way the person looks on the exterior. All right. I'll give you an example. There was, there is, not was, there is a, a lady, a, a female, a woman that I featured in my book titled Make Your Move, a unique look into boxing, dancing, and entrepreneurship, which by the way, you can get a copy of that on makeyourmove.com. I featured her, her name, her, uh, actually, I'll just give out her, I'll give out her follower name. It's Body by Lulu. She's a personal trainer and absolutely gorgeous. I mean, just, uh, I'll, I'll say it, she's fucking hot. She's fucking hot. Hot as hell. I mean, when I first saw her, I was blown away. She's damn fine. Damn fine. All right. And I, and listen, this is, this is Miami. There's a lot of very, very attractive women physically. What drew me into her, what got me interested in her was not only the fact that she was fine, but she majored in marketing. She was raising a daughter. Her family was from Trinidad. And there was just so much synergy between the two of us that I just wanted to get to know her. I, I mean, obviously, if the opportunity presented itself for me to get with her romantically, I'm not passing that up. I'm just telling you that right now. But my interest was in getting to know her professionally, to be 100% honest with you. That, she was a, and at the time, she was an instructor at a gym named Rise Nation. And I would go to that gym and, you know, I'd, you know, learn a lot as an instructor. You know, sometimes she'd ask me for my feedback and I'd tell her, you know, it was just a great, to me, to, from, my, from my perspective, it was a great friendship or I, maybe friendship is even too strong. It was just a great acquaintance because of what I do and what she does. There was just a lot of ways of supporting each other. Nothing inappropriate happened between us. There's nothing that happened between us that made it so I'm quote unquote kind of angry at her now or, or that that would have made it so I foresaw her blowing me off the way she blew me off, the way she she has blown me off in the past. All right. Here's what happened. All right. So I featured her in I featured her in my book, Make You Move, like I mentioned. All right. And she wasn't the only female that I featured. She's not the only female that I've asked to come on my podcast, all that stuff. I'm not the only dancer that I've reached out to, especially for the book. In fact, for the book, 
I, I created a questionnaire for all dancers, like a ton of dancers that I just sent out. And there were, there were people who said they were going to do it, never filled it out. Then never like just say, Oh yeah, I'd love to. And they never filled it out. There were so many females like that. Right. So I remember I, when I was, you know, I was reaching out to people and, and some of their, especially the females, because, you know, again, I'm still a solicitor. I'm asking them that I was just like, I was telling you before, I was kind of interrupting their day and making them fill out a questionnaire that they didn't feel like filling out or they don't know. There's no incentive, whatever it is. So I understood some people just not doing it, which was totally fine. Right. But I remember reaching back out to Lulu because Lulu had agreed body by Lulu. We'll refer to her as body by Lulu. I, I, I Lulu body by Lulu of Lulu. We'll just say Lulu. Fuck it. We'll say Lulu. <laughs> All right. It's too many goddamn syllabus, too many, too much of a fucking tongue twister. Anyway, Lulu. We'll say Lulu. You see, that, that's how fine she was. Every time I think about it now, it's like I'm already getting flustered and shit. But anyway, all right, focus on focus, focus, focus. Uh all right. So Lulu had agreed to fill out the questionnaire. She wasn't like I remember actually reading one of her posts and saying that she's an introvert and all that. So she, she's like, look, I'm not coming on the podcast. I don't speak. I don't do videos and all that kind of stuff. She's a very introverted girl. So I was like, all right, I'll make a questionnaire. You fill it out and just send it back to me. And, you know, you won't, we won't put you out there. <laughs> you won't have to go and speak and publicly speak and do the kinds of things that I do because that's not her area of expertise, which is fair. All right. <laughs> so. I sent her the questionnaire and it takes her a couple of days to respond to it. She didn't respond to it right away. But then I reached back out to her and I said, Hey, was there anything in that questionnaire that made you uncomfortable? Because some of the responses or the lack of responses that I've gotten from other ladies have made me kind of want to ask you or make sure that I'm not putting anything out there that that's making you ladies feel like I know this is mouth. This is South Florida. This is Miami. There's a lot of creepy ass dudes out there. I get all that. So I want to, I want to make sure I'm not one of those guys. Or I'm not being, I'm not, putting myself out there as one of those kinds of people. So I asked her that, right? She never really answered the question. She never answered that question at all. All right. The only thing she did was fill out the questionnaire and then send my, send me a message back. This was over Instagram. So she DM me back and said, Hey, I just filled out the questionnaire and I sent it off. You see how quick, you see how quick her response was. And then she avoided answering the question she avoided answering the real question that i wanted to ask that i asked in terms of hey you know is anything making you uncomfortable so at that point i got the sense that i was being blown off but i didn't officially accept it i officially accepted it when the book actually came out the book actually came out and it came out great and there were some great reviews people loved it and i reached out to her saying hey, the book is out you know is there a place i could send you a copy thanks again for being willing to fill out the questionnaire because you were featured in it all that kind of stuff and I've yet to hear back from her. That was the last message I've ever sent her. Like if I, I actually deleted all the, I don't follow her anymore. But if you were to go back and look at all the messages that I sent, that message that I just explained to you, that was left unanswered. So again, again, that hurt. That hurt a lot. It hurt a lot, you know, both from a personal and a professional place. Because I, again, this was a woman that I respect both professionally and personally and I'm doing the same things and it hurt that I can't even have a get a yes or no or, or develop a professional relationship with someone that I see as kind of an ideal partner or an ideal acquaintance an ideal friend and you know from the same island shit like that that would you know that would blow me off that way that hurt it, it, it hurts even to this day 
But the way I get through it, the way I get over it is number one, I keep selling my books. You know, I say, fuck it. Look, if you don't want to be a part of this, that's totally fine. You gave me what it is you need to give me and I can make money based on your knowledge. So I'm basically leveraging the knowledge that she put in my book and things like that getting paid for, which is something which is why it's so stupid of her not to respond or not to figure out ways to get the book. So but anyway, we, we won't even get into her mindset. But what it did for me, and I want to specifically, I'll close you out, I'll close you guys out too. I want to specifically talk to the people that can resonate with what I'm telling you in terms of just every phase of life. This, you know, the situation with the soccer player happened when I was 23. The situation with Taurus happened when I was about 30. No, no, the situation with Lulu, yeah, Lulu happened. Lulu and Taurus happened around the same time. This was around the time the book came out. So those situations happened when I was in my early 30s, when I was turning around 33 and things like that. And who knows, by the time you hear this episode, I might be approaching 34 and things. And I don't know, I have so many episodes in the can that I'm, I'm thinking about putting these out, at least two or two, putting these solo episodes out two more times a week. But that's besides the point. Anyway, tw- I was 23 and I dealt with the situation with the soccer player and with the soccer girl and the parent. And I was 33, basically 10 years later, and I'm still dealing with the same concept of being blown off about things that I'm passionate about. But the, the relevant theme, the, the, the common denominator and everything is I believed in what I was doing. I believed in what I was doing, and I was willing to put myself out there to brand new people to make it work. And that's what allows me to keep giving these speeches, keep giving these episodes, keep going and keep going. Because I, it's the, the Bible verse that I please jot this down. Colossians 3.23. Do all your work unto God and not unto man. Because man, actual physical human beings, will let you down. God won't let you down. When you're doing God's work, when you actually put real stuff out there, people, people, although they may blow you off in the moment, they will never forget you. They will never, ever forget you if you do it long enough. And your your Next move, if you haven't already, needs to be, you know what? All right, cool. I'm going to take this advice. I'm going to put this product out there. I'm going to put this service out there. Regardless of people are with me or they're not, I'm going to keep going regardless. Because then you look at the situation with with the parent, like I mentioned, I can now, I'm credible enough because of that to go and speak to other parents. You look at the situation with Taurus. I'm credible enough now to go and talk to other young black boys, not only talk to other young black boys, but understand that just being young and black is not going to guarantee me uh, a business deal being cut. And when you look at the situation with Lulu, again, a- another hot, hot trainer from Miami or, and, you know, background in Trinidad marketing, you know, what seemed to be the perfect girl for me. I'm not going to just look at it on paper and say, okay, she's the perfect girl for me. And then, and expect that things just work out. No, I'm going to make sure to make sure next time that I'm asking the right questions and I'm making sure that the person like the person outside of all the stuff that you can get off Instagram, the person is of a person of substance and isn't a person that just runs and hides and ducks and hides behind her, her social media platforms and all that other shit or whatever is making her money at that point. I'm going to, I'm going to do a deeper dive into who I decide it will be an eligible suitor for me. These are all of the positive things that happen when you do get blown off. And especially when you get blown off as much about, as much and as many times by as many different people as I've been blown off by. You're only going to get stronger. 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 So I pray to you. I pray to you. I pray to you from 
my heart, my soul, my, my core, that you take this message and you really understand the power, the power that comes with being rejected, the power that comes with being ignored. I'm just, I hope you understand that. Please, please hear me from my heart. It's gonna be, it's gonna be one of the greatest things that you could have ever imagined happen for you. The greatest thing. All right. Again, fellow teammates, continue to move swiftly. We will talk more soon. The hustler, priding himself on the very things that they hate him for. Made it in a shady business that'll make you war with your own patience or the very neighbors you made your boys before the race to greatness caved it in. Talented, can't keep a woman happy emotionally because at the present time, the present of his time is the only presence he keeps close to him. And truth be told, my nigga, nigga, time is the true price paid when you on your way from going for renting to owning shit. Dig it. The gifted. Aren't we all? I say, aren't we all? But who has the God to prove to the blind that they can't see as far as sighted? May we all live level-headed and dream even higher. And when them niggas naysaying and doubting, think about it. Dream even higher. How do I order something really good in Spanish? Okay, we're going to work on it. Now let's go to the pasta, senorita. Here we go. Here you have the food. And how about a number? Numero is number, right? That's number. You want number? Oh my goodness, I can't believe you. Monogamy or whatever you call it, I'm starting to think it ain't for everybody. Most of us is rushing into it anyway, you know what I'm saying? You ain't rushing for love, and I ain't up here to judge, so let's neglect the what ifs and make it do what it does. Let's get it. Is it bad that I never made love? No, I never did. But it's sure no how to fuck up being bad, girl. I prove it to you. I can't promise that. Be good to you Cause I had some issues I won't miss No, not having it But at least I can't admit That I'll be bad No, I'm to you Yeah, I'll be good in bed But I'll be bad to you Want a smart nigga Tyler girls all want a thug So it seems that we fiend what we don't need Got a thing for a queen who don't want to leave I ain't about to judge you, no judge me You ain't gotta really sing about your rap sheet Cause I heard you Yeah, in the literal sense I mean that Rough sex saying I love ya But the kiss him is saying you mean that I know, I just be calling a mean ass Oh the irony, got the bomb and D But the problem is probably a deep pass Still I'm feeling this and I need that Thinking if I get it, I get it, I need this I don't need a motion to open your deep sea I can see the ocean by going between leg Bag, no, bed, flow, dope, 
go for it. Couch now, slow motion around. Put it down, Lord knows she was going for the more. Easy, Hold up. Quiet. She play smart, she take pride I'm going out, I'm getting hollered at I'm saying nah, she's no saint But she don't pose, she don't wear makeup By the bolo, riding through Lakeshore With the nose up, she don't really date much Cause it slows up She got haters, but we all do Heard you win a time coach, shawty fall through Baby, look at their approach, how they caught you All of mine games, never mind, cause they all lose in the physical sense, I mean that. I ain't trying to kiss up, suck up, be gas. I ain't like them, you sucking your teeth fat. Nope. Play big, trust me, I humble your mean ass. Look, Shotty gets actually in prevent. Cause the one in front of it's working with deep breath. Yep, bed, floor, couch, more, more, shower, lower, perm, done. Love, nah, caught in the more cell number wasn't on, God damn. Is it Yeah, I'll be good in bed, but I'll be bad to you.